0: to A very special episode of Nerds Without Pants, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about, and uh, I don't know, I'm just so giddy right now. But it. Okay, so I guess I should say before we start that we recorded an episode, our regular episode of Nerds Without Pants, last night. Uh, that would have been Sunday night. And uh, that was because our show normally comes out on Friday, and we did like an E3 pred- prediction show, blah, blah, blah. It's like a little t- time capsule. Um, but I thought that E3 was starting on Tuesday, like it normally does this year, but apparently today was the beginning of E3, which I did not know, so, uh, instead of just waiting for the Sony press conference this evening, uh, there was a whole slew of press conferences today, and, uh, I got to watch a lot of them from, uh, my desk today. Patrick, I know, uh, oh, Patrick is here, I'm sorry, I'm Julian. (laughs) Hi, I just, uh, finished pre-ordering my PlayStation 4. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers! Spoilers! Get to it later. Um, yeah, it's going to be a little more informal. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of high on video games right now. Uh, <laughs> but let, let let's let's rewind to this morning um, because I do think that Xbox One deserves a first shake, and we are doing an Xbox episode uh, that's going to be dedicated to it. We'll still do still do that. But, but um, so the Xbox press conference, um, Patrick, I told you on on our predictions show that they needed to come out strong. To, to get over, like, the negativity surrounding the system. Yep. And I think they really came out strong. Uh, they started with Metal Gear, of all things, which, you know, you and I both consider to be a Sony property. Like, I know it's it's gone multi-platform, but by and large, when it's debuted, it's been at Sony press conferences. So uh, I was stunned to see that. Uh, it looks amazing, and I guess, uh, I guess I was wrong. Kiefer Sutherland is the new Snake. I thought that that whole thing was another... Ruse by Kojima, but it, it, that's the deal. So uh, I'm totally fine with that. Um, I love David Hayter, but I, you know I can take him or leave him. Yeah, I'm fine with Donald Sutherland as long as I get my snake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and the game looks phenomenal. I know you didn't get a chance to check it out yet, Patrick, but I think when you see that trailer, you're going to be pretty blown away. Um, and yeah, man, it's it's all a blur now. Um, they showed they showed a lot of uh, they, they they recommitted to the Xbox 360, which was a good move. Uh, they talked about hundreds of games coming out within the next you know, couple years, uh, showed off some good stuff. But uh, I think the first big thing that they showed, like kind of a megaton, and it was kind of funny because I told myself that I wouldn't care if this got announced, but then it did, and I actually cared. Uh, Killer Instinct is coming to the Xbox One,
1: and yeah. uh, it looked good. I can't good. believe coming to the Xbox One. I was just playing it like two days ago, and it was like in this uh, free arcade that's called Beer Cage. you just have to buy drinks, and then, like, when you do, there's, like, NBA Jam, all this stuff, and Killer Instinct. Not even Killer Instinct Gold, just, like, the regular one, and I, oh, man, I forgot all the combos, I just gotta learn them all again, right?
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, well, but again, it's gonna, you know, it's it's rare, so so it's an Xbox One exclusive, but uh, the game looks really great, um, I was really surprised, and, you know, as 90s as that game is, like, it's still kind of, like, tugged on some nostalgia strings for me, so, uh, it looked really good, and uh, you know they, they kind of they kind of were hitting the exclusives really hard uh, at at this press conference. I, I, I was really impressed, uh, Patrick. I know Ted Price is one of your big uh, um, big influences, and Insomniac is one of your favorite companies. Yeah, and for him to come out and bust out like an Xbox One exclusive uh, in Sunset Overdrive, I was really impressed with. And uh, the game looks really quirky in that Insomniac way, and uh, the, the free-running parkour stuff looked really cool. Uh, and again, you know, exclusive, take it with a grain of salt, because I'm sure that after a year or two it'll go multi-platform. Yeah, so, I think
1: they just, they, they just left PlayStation to go multi-platform, so it wouldn't make sense to go exclusive. I think it's timed. Exactly, yeah. I, I think their
0: days of being exclusive-exclusive, like they were with Spyro and Ratchet and & Clank, are over. But I can see them doing deals like this um, when it when it suits them. So mm-hmm. you know, as as cool as that game is, um, I I fully expect it or possibly its sequel to hit you know PlayStation Four as well. But it looks really nice. Uh, it's definitely one worth checking out. Um, let me see him. Let me check my article because again, it's a blur, and I've I've seen so many cool games today. Um, I'm like so happy right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, it, It's an exciting time to, to play video games, uh, and I tweeted this earlier. Um, it, the way that we consume games is changing, you know, obviously, especially with the Xbox. Um, but at the same time, there's still, like, great games coming out. Oh, yeah, they had a bunch of little games that I was surprised to announce, and I think these are multi-platform. Okay. Stuff like uh, D4 from uh, Swery, the, the guy who did Deadly Premonition. I okay. uh, just kind of threw that in there. Um, oh, Patrick, you loved, uh, Sword and Sorcery. Yep. Um, there's a new game from Super Brothers called, uh, Below that okay. they showed off for the, uh, Xbox, uh, one. I'm sure that's going to be multi platform also. But it's kind of a roguelike game, but it has that, that, uh, Sword and Sorcery, you know, art style to it. Okay. So that looked cool. <laughs> um, oh, and remember, um, that Media Molecule thing that we were both raving about from the mm-hmm. PS4? Um, Project Spark was kind of a... I got a similar vibe uh, on the Xbox One. Sweet. It's a... uh, You know, they talk about it being this way to, like, make game development... Game design rather easy for anybody to do. And the stuff that they showed was pretty cool. The the demonstration was awkward, as demonstrations (laughs) are. But uh, what they showed was really awesome, where you can actually, like talk to the Connect and have it, like, bring up different types of terrain for you, and you can change the time of day, and you can zoom in and then start to, you know, fine-tune stuff, add structures and add AI behavior and stuff, and it's all done with just a few presses of a button or, or a few commands to the Connect. Oh, wow. Uh, so I see a lot of potential with that. Uh, yep. Very nice. Um, Quantum Break, I still don't know what it is, because <laughs> their trailer didn't really explain anything. It looked cool, but uh, I can't tell you what it is, and... They had talked about integrating live-action television with the game and how, like, your decisions in the game will actually change, like, it'll c- create, like, a custom version of the TV, episode, TV episodes for you. Uh, I don't know how it's going to work, and they didn't show how it's going to work, but that intrigues me if, it, if it's true. Um, and then we got, you know, some third-party stuff. We got Dead Rising 3, Battlefield 4, you know, good stuff, kind of what you'd expect, Um. And then they close things out with uh, the new game from Respawn, when those are the guys, the former Infinity Ward guys. So you're you know you're talking about Call of Duty Modern Warfare lineage here, and uh, it's a sci-fi first-person shooter called Titanfall, and it looks really cool. I gotta say, um, really nice mech designs, and they're, they they design them to be speedy and, and maneuverable. So you're not like plodding along as you would in in, in games like Armored Core or stuff like that. You're actually moving. Right about as fast as you would if you were a human on foot. Uh, but, of course, you're covering more ground because you're in this huge mech. But uh, I really liked what I saw on that. But, you know, that one... Well, no, I'm sorry, that is an Xbox uh, One exclusive. Mm-hmm. But, uh, as far as, like, the next gen, but it is going to come out for Xbox 360 and PC. So, you know, <laughs> it, it'll be easy to, to get your hands on it if you really want to play it. So, it sounds like there's a ton of
1: first-person shooters coming out on both platforms
0: well you know i was impressed with the xbox press conference because they were almost done with with the whole conference before they showed the first game that was a first-person shooter and that was battlefield huh. so i mean you know they were up there for what 90 minutes and i think they were an hour and 10 minutes in before they showed a first-person shooter yeah so that's pretty impressive um you know people complain about oh it's just another game where you're shooting things but uh I think what they showed at, at the Xbox press conference, it was some really good stuff. I gotta say, I was impressed. Um, but they didn't address any of the stuff that people were concerned about, and that was, uh, you know, the, ha- the fact that you have to have the Kinect hooked up all the time, and it could possibly like be listening in all the time on you. They didn't address the used game stuff at all. Uh, I know that they brought like a, they, they issued like a press statement a couple days ago, but that didn't clear anything up at all. So mm-hmm. I think they really dropped the ball on that. I think they really needed to to talk about it. I I wasn't nearly as negative on their press conference as most people. Um, I thought they did almost the best job that they could have done to counteract the negativity that had come up after the system was revealed. Um, but as we're going to find out, I think it was just a little. It, it just wasn't enough. No. Um, just I mean, and, and it looked good. It looked good. I I, I considered. I considered it. I was like, if Sony doesn't wow me tonight, I, I might be getting an Xbox. I, I was really thinking that because it looked good. I, I it sounds I great. It. I mean, like, I'm already jealous that I can't play about
1: three three or four games, which is more I can, than I can say for the 360. But.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, um, in, an, in an era when exclusives are kind of going the way of the dinosaur just because games are so expensive to produce, I'm, I'm amazed at, at how many exclusives for both systems were announced. Um, and then later on in the day, we had the E3 press conference. I wasn't as big on this as some people were. I, I know a lot of people seem to be down on, on Microsoft, but high on EA. I was kind of the other way around. Um, mainly because EA didn't show anything that I wasn't really expecting. I wasn't surprised by anything. Um, you know, the big thing for me was Dragon, or, uh, sorry, Dragon Age 3, but they didn't show enough of the game for me to really get jazzed about it. And I was really hoping to see more of that. I was also hoping to see um, possibly a mention of Mass Effect. Oh, I don't know, (laughs) something. Too Um, early, man. I know, but you know, I can dream. At least you were right about Final Fantasy. (laughs) Well, we'll 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 get to that. Yeah. Um, They showed. Oh yeah, um, they did show off at the EA Prox conference the multiplayer for Battlefield 4. And you know me, I'm I'm not a I'm not a multiplayer guy. But 64 players on the stage all at the same time. Playing that game with Connor oh my amazing. god, yeah, <laughs> which I know I think they've done that on the PC for years, but for it to be on a console, that's 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 kind of cool. So I, I can see why people are excited about that one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Of course, the sports stuff. I mean, I, I whatever. Um, <laughs> I can take it or leave it. I, I'm not a sports guy. I I am looking forward to seeing what the next you know WWE game is like.
2: Mm-hmm. But
0: I we're not going to see that. I doubt we'll see that even. Oh, we, I'm sorry. We wouldn't even see that at E3 because that's a Take Two thing now, and they're not at E3. Oh. So uh, they, they ha- they've kind of stopped going to E3 for years. Um. Oh, okay. So Dice came out with the biggest stuff for E3. I don't know if you heard about this, Patrick. Since uh, yeah, you were you were kind of you were at work all day, but um, yep. they did a teaser for Star Wars Battlefront. Nice. <laughs> so it's coming back. Uh, there's a lot of speculation that it would be called Star Wars Battlefield or Battlefield Star Wars, <laughs> but no, it's straight up Star Wars Battlefront. And it was. I thought they scrapped that game. <laughs> uh, uh, it was being developed by Pandemic, and they got put out. They got shut down, and so people thought that that was the end of it. But uh, Dice is a good studio to to pick it back up, and it's going to be next gen. And I mean, it was a blinker you'll miss it teaser. I mean, honestly, like. It was probably about 15 seconds long, but that's kind of all you needed because it was like you saw a, a snowscape and you saw a uh, snow speeder crash by the character, and then mm. he gets stomped by a uh, at at, and like that's all you need. Like, <laughs> 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 so good on them. But uh, the big thing was what they ended the EA, EA press conference with,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which was Mirror's Edge. Mm. Uh, New Mirror's Edge, and uh, it's not called Mirror's Edge 2 because they're rebooting the game after one title. (laughs) Wow. What is that? I don't know what it is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's not me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to edit all this out, damn you. (laughs) Get it.
1: Uh, uh. (laughs) I have no idea what this is. You don't? No, I didn't open anything.
0: Oh, weird. (laughs) We'd like to welcome Jack Jack Tretton to the stage to talk about the PS4. (laughs) Let's
1: see. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. The live stream went live again.
0: Oh, okay. (laughs) All right, I might just leave that in. All right. Uh, But, yeah, Mirror's Edge uh, (laughs) reboot, even though it only had one game in the series. Um, New origin story for Faith. Uh, the game looks phenomenal. It's still being developed by DICE. Uh, it was, it was, I was, I was blown away because it started off with the, the text from the original trailer, which was, uh, the following was created, uh, completely in Engine, which is how they started the original Mirror's Edge, uh, trailer. And, uh, yeah, it, it's straight up Mirror's Edge, uh, looked just like it, but way, way better graphics. Um, I think it's a bad move on their part. I'm gonna. I, I'm. I love Mirror's Edge, and I'll buy it for you know the first day it comes out. But uh, the first game tanked, and I don't see the second game doing any better, especially if it's <laughs> on next gen systems only, uh, because those are going to have a smaller install base for a while. Yep. But uh, but good on EA for for doubling down on it because uh, people have been wanting it for a long time. I just wonder if people are going to put their money where their mouths are on that one. I won't. No. <laughs> yeah, I, no. Did you play the first one? <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, it, it's um, it, it's worth playing. I, it's probably gonna be free on PS Plus at some point.
1: It's yeah, I beat the demo. Like I did speed runs on it with my friends, but we never bought it. I don't yeah. know.
0: It, it's definitely worth playing. Um, it is if you try to go for the uh, no no kills achievement, like I did. It can mm-hmm. become extremely frustrating because there's some mm-hmm. elements where or some areas where. Really, the the easiest way to get through it is to disarm a guy and then blow everybody else away. But mm-hmm. if you're actively not trying to do that, it can get really tough.
2: <laughs> but
0: also satisfying. I'm glad that I have that chivo. Yeah, it's oh. one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. I just said chivo. Chivo, Patrick. You can cut. You can. You can take over the podcast now. I'm. 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 I'm in exile. Who are you? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm going to put you in a wedding with Sir Walter Frey. I don't even know what that means, but okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's Game of Thrones.
0: Oh no! I told you no Game of Thrones spoilers. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't spoil it. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just really uh, skittish about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's all right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so good for the uh, Microsoft.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's it for Microsoft and EA. Um, I didn't get a chance to look at the Ubisoft press conference that that happened while I was on my way home, and then I was writing up stuff for Pixelbit.
1: So, they usually don't, like, announce a new game during that anyway. They just show new footage or new, like, gameplay elements or something, so...
0: Yeah, I wasn't too worried about missing it. Um, I'm sure they probably showed a little bit more of Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs, which we got some of that at the, at the uh, Sony one anyway, so that wasn't a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're kind of booking it right along simply because um, I'm the one who watched all this stuff. I'm just kind of telling you, the audience, and also Patrick what yeah. was going on. Um, but we did, you and I, both watched the Sony press conference, Ooh. which ended just a few minutes before we started recording this.
1: We had to do an episode. <laughs> we
0: had to. Like, <laughs> like I'm... On, okay, full disclosure. Uh, we recorded an episode last night. We stopped around uh, midnight. Uh, I didn't go to sleep until 4.30 in the morning. I just couldn't sleep. I got less than an hour of sleep total.
2: Uh. Went to work...
0: Came home, watched the presser, and I'm still podcasting because I have to. I just have to. Like, oh my goodness, I like I don't even have the words, so that's going to make for a really short podcast. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, like it's such a blur. What what did they lead with? Um,
1: um they used, they led with like the Vita, right?
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, they 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 showed the Vita and they showed a lot of the PS3 stuff, which I almost thought was a mistake because. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they showed so many awesome PS3 games. I was like, "Oh yeah, this generation is still fantastic."
1: Yeah, and I was also like, "Well, you just took the steam out, though." I wanted to be like, wowed right away, and they like lulled me to sleep, didn't they?
0: <laughs> oh well, no, I didn't. I didn't think that. I was just more like, "Wow," you know. The this this uh, the PS3 stuff is so good that oh, yeah. you know if the PS4 stuff doesn't step it up. Like, I'm going to be like, "Well, maybe I'll just hold off for a year." Um, yeah.
1: I did kind of think they were trying to sell me on the Vita a little bit, but, like, besides that, like, I didn't really listen to it. They didn't show that much.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, they showed more of The Last of Us, which I was already sold on, but uh, I'm sold on it more because I've actually been avoiding most of the trailers for it. Um, Why? uh, Just because I kind of want to go in as fresh as I can. I kind of did the same thing with uh, um, Bioshock. I feel that both of those games, like, the more you see, the less impactful it will be when you play it.
1: Yeah, it's funny because I'm doing the same thing. I just didn't want to say it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, they showed more of Beyond's Two Souls, and uh, that's actually way more of a game than I was expecting it to be. Um, you're directly controlling Ellen Page's character, and, and she's actually kicking some butt and, like, shooting some dudes and, you know, still doing some of the quick time stuff and, of course, the, the really cool motion capture stuff. They have Willem Dafoe. In the game, which I thought was amazing, um, that, right. that that game is looking better and better, um, and I was already excited for it. And then we got a release date, which is I think October eighth. So uh, that's actually pretty soon, and I, that's actually the perfect time because it'll be before the PS4, and, and I can just chew through that one in a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they also they also showed the first gameplay footage of Batman. Um, I don't know. What do you think?
1: Like. I mean. They looked great. It didn't look that much different than every, everything else, but like it just looked a little bit better, more refined. Yeah. Um, Black Mask is finally in it. I don't, I don't really care for him so much as most of the other ones. It's nice to see an early Joker who looks kind of like, the Biohazard Joker of old, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that, I was like you. You're just going to show us, like, these really nice angles because you don't have that much new for us.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, you know, the weird thing, and this is my problem with prequels to begin with, is uh, it's a prequel, but it's the third game that they've made. So mm-hmm. it's got all of these great um, additions to the gameplay that I'm, I'm going to be like, well, why doesn't Batman have that gadget anymore in Arkham City? Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. And also, if it's, this is, like, a year one Batman, I was kind of expecting him to look to be a little uh, lower tech and uh, maybe, maybe uh, less body armor, more just, like, a dude in a suit.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that'll be, like, a pre-order exclusive.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I, did, I did dig the uh, Nightfall uh, costume that's uh, exclusive for the PS3 version.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
0: uh, it makes me kind of want to get the PS3 version. But I'm in this weird, like, limbo space now, and we'll get to it when we get to the end. But it's like I'm kind of weaning myself off the Xbox, but I'm still really invested in the mm-hmm. Xbox ecosystem and the achievements and stuff. So I don't know. Like I like I'm still feeling like multi platform games this year I'm gonna be buying on my three sixty.
1: Well, I mean there is that one like hub on the internet where you can put all your achievements and trophies together and it adds them up into a score that would be like similar to what it would be if you were just all on one platform. Oh I I think about that. Yeah well it it just like makes like a little banner or something that you could put on your blog. I know I forget what it's called, but I know that it exists because I was like, what? I have Steam, I have PS3, like, how can I? And I searched it up, and then I just didn't care about it enough to actually go through with it. But <laughs> there, there, it is out there.
0: <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, I might have to do that. Like, it would definitely be a, a nice way to show off my e um. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it will never go away, even once you do come over to the PS4.
0: Right. <laughs> <coughs> um, so, yeah, they had... They had the PS3 stuff. They showed some really cool indie-looking games, uh, probably for PSN. Did you? What do you think of that game, Rain? Do you remember that one?
1: I don't remember it from this specific broadcast, but I've seen Rain before and loved it. Like the invisible character, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so I I, did, I thought that was a new thing. Like, no. Okay. Yeah, that, that was nice.
1: That was in the last press conference, but yeah, I was definitely up up for that.
0: Yeah, that I was actually. I mean, you, we were we weren't. We weren't Skyping, but we were kind of texting, and and I kind of thought of you when I saw that game, because
1: it Mm -hmm. definitely seems
0: like a Patrick game. Oh, yeah, I'm getting it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, good stuff on the PS3, Um, and then it was all PS4, and they kind of started off by showing off the system. And uh, I got to say, I think it looks sexy. I think the Xbox One looks sexy also. But uh, I got to give a little bit of an edge to the PS4. It looks smaller than the Xbox One, And it's kind of um, futuristic, but also bringing some elements of the PS2 into the mix. They brought Mm -hmm. back the blue line. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. uh, I thought it was a little jagged, though. It might work for it. Yeah. I can
1: tell there's going to be a redesign.
0: (laughs) Oh, you know there will be. (laughs) And and, uh, we'll we'll think that the original one was garbage. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. I still have my original fatty PS3. And it's kind of funny. I was looking through my old... Uh, blog back from E3 2005 when they announced the uh, PS3 and, and the Wii and uh, even back then I was like holy crap the PS3 is so sexy like it looks like the future like, <laughs> I, like I loved the design from day one like people who were calling it George Foreman grill I never saw that I just saw like a really nice looking console a- and I still kind of prefer the original PS3 design uh, <laughs> to the other ones maybe that's just me but and maybe uh, it's because I have a Metal Gear Solid limited edition
1: yeah, I think that changes things. I have a super slim, and I like that a lot more than the fat.
0: But oh, you have like the most recent one? Oh yeah, yeah. you do. Yeah, because yours yours uh, messed up.
1: Yeah, and I can still get it fixed for a hundred bucks, but like I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. I'm just gonna move forward,
0: right? <laughs> I don't know. You could you could fix it for a hundred bucks, flip it for two hundred bucks, and then you know put that towards PS4 stuff.
1: Hey
0: there. <laughs> I should probably do that with my with my broken 360 also. I
1: don't know. Do you think we should buy two PS4s and then sell one on the internet for double the price the first day?
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't think... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> you have to do edits after all. Uh, I don't think that that's going to be um, an issue this time around. Uh, well, I say that, but it probably will be. But Always oh, is. Well, but but the PS3 w- wasn't going for the crazy amount that the PS2 did.
2: Because no, PS2s
0: were going for like two grand in some places. And mm-hmm. you just couldn't find it. The PS3 was a little bit easier to come by. And I expect the PS4... Well, <laughs> starting to sound like uh, the 10th Doctor. Well, um, the thing is, is that apparently the RAM for the PS4 is kind of hard to come by so mm. they could run into shortages so that is a possibility uh, i don't know i don't have the money to to buy an extra one and flip it i wish i did i might <laughs> but i if you if you curtail your your uh, statue buying maybe <laughs> yeah, i got to sell some of those <laughs> cut, cut back on comics for a few months And I didn't tell the listeners, though, and I
1: did get a new statue, guys. That's why he's bringing it up. It's like a Joker statue that goes with my Quinn statue. It's muted color scheme. It has, like, this extra sort of creepiness that reminds me of Arkham Asylum.
0: And and they are both Arkham statues, right? Yeah, they're Arkham
1: City statues, so,
0: yeah. Cool. But I was
1: talking about the graphic novel, and that coincidentally was, yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh... Yeah, let's see where we're at. So, yeah, they show the system. Looks really nice.
1: That um, indie game segment that they had with, like, Odd World, Spaghetti Western Game, the Open World Side Scroller Shooter. Yeah, all that was, those were exclusive console debuts. I don't know what that means, but, like.
0: <laughs> well, I think that means they'll probably get a good six months lead on those. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, a lot of those games looked really good. Um, some of them I heard of before, some of them were brand new. Uh, it was cool to see Lauren Lanning from, uh, you know, Oddworld fame up there on the stage playing his game.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I've never been a huge Oddworld fan, but I still, I really admire that guy, and uh, it's nice to see him back into uh, the gaming uh, space, because he'd left for a long time. And, uh, yeah, it it was really cool to see all those indie developers up there on the stage. Uh, And, you know, those are in addition to, like, some of the indies they already announced, like The Witness from uh, Jonathan Blow. And all of that happens, and then they say, oh yeah, a lot of them are going to be available for the PS Plus the first year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you're going to get like three of them available for free if you're a PS Plus member. And uh, the way they did PS Plus is really cool. Um, I was right, it looks like you're going to have to buy PS Plus if you want to play multiplayer on the PlayStation 4, but your PlayStation Plus membership goes across all PlayStation systems. Mm -hmm. So if you own a PS3, a PS4, and a PS Vita, you've got PS Plus on all of them, and all of the benefits that comes with it, including, you know, free games and, uh, discounts and stuff like that. So, very Mm -hmm. good value there. And, uh, to be fair, uh, Microsoft, um, you know, they said that Xbox Live isn't going up, and they are adding stuff to it. It it, it wasn't as big a thing, they didn't bring it up to PS Plus levels, unfortunately. Um, they are going to start giving away games, uh, for Xbox 360 owners who, uh, have Xbox Live Gold between July and the launch of the system. Like, they're they're getting, they're getting two download games uh, every month. So that's pretty cool. But, you know, it's still not quite to the level of uh, the PS Plus stuff. Trying to mm-hmm. think. Um, again, so many games. Okay, well, let's get into it, because I don't know if it was right here, but it was right around in this section. Uh, they talked about Square Enix... And it was another thing where uh they didn't really show very, very much. I was expecting a little more from the square... well, I was expecting a lot more. But uh my nemesis came up on the video. <laughs> and I, uh, I, gotta uh... I, I gotta say... Uh, I gotta I, say... I love a lot of people in the video game industry. There's very few people that I dislike. But I'm getting to the point where I think that I actually legitimately hate Tetsuya Nomura. Like... He came on screen, and it was just like, like automatic, like revulsion and, and vitriol. I, like, I, I took a like, a, like a twitpic of me like flipping him off because because I just don't want to see him anymore. I don't want him involved in Square Enix character designs, and we got a double dose of it crammed down our throats. Um, first of all, um, all right, fine, I was wrong. Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen is a game that exists. <laughs> um, But it's no longer called Final Fantasy Versus 13. It's called Final Fantasy 15. <laughs> I don't like, like it. Uh, the 15th seal. <laughs> oh, that's another thing. Okay, because um, the trailer for um, Final Fantasy or Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13, um, in the storyline, she talks about there being 13 days left. You know, and Final Fantasy 13 had 13 chapters, and I don't like the way that they're trying to like shoehorn in like the number of the title into the storylines.
2: Mm-hmm. So they do
0: mention in the in the trailer for Final Fantasy 15 that it's the 15th seal. And it's like, "Oh, come on, get over yourselves." Um the game looks great. It looks like a really awesome Japanese made action game with amazing graphics. It does mm-hmm. not look like a really awesome Final Fantasy game. That that's my complaint. Um I've never thought the Final Fantasy Versus 13 looked like it should have the Final Fantasy name on it. I always felt that it could have uh, that it could stand on its own as a new IP, and uh, I'm really disappointed to see it get the full Final Fantasy series treatment because that means that I can't ignore it and I have to buy it on launch day because um, that's what I do, Patrick. That's what I do. That's what I'm gonna do. So I, I don't like it. I I mean I don't like see, what I saw. Like I will play it. Um, let, let me. I liked what I saw. I don't like what I saw for it being a Final Fantasy game. If that yeah,
1: sense. I think if there were any other game, like if that was made by Naughty Dog, and I, I thought it looked a lot reminiscent of the Uncharted series. You'd be like, wow, this is like the next step in action games. But like, you, you wanted it to be an RPG. It's yeah. just like what you expected is not what it is.
0: Yeah, so. and, and I, I, was, you know, I try to stay positive, but I reserve the right to go into fanboy mode once in a while. It's okay. Final Fantasy is one of those games. I'm here for you. <laughs> I need to cry. Um,
1: uh, I, I love it and I, I was like thinking to myself, how can they like change up the series beforehand? like how are they gonna make me feel like it's like something new again? And they did it by changing genres. so
0: yeah, uh, uh, I, like I feel about that the way that I feel about Mass Effect 2, where I'm like, okay I can I can I can acknowledge that this is a well made game and it's doing some amazing things. But it doesn't have the elements that I'm looking for in this particular series. Mm. So, uh... But, I, again, I'll, I'll buy it day one, and I'm sure I'll like it. Uh, then they showed off Kingdom Hearts 3, which was a huge deal. Um, I'm over Kingdom Hearts. Again, Nomura. Um, mm. his, his stink is all over that series. But... Uh, Can
1: you tell? Is it the hair?
0: <laughs> it's everything. Oh, my... It, it's... Uh, and, they didn't even really show any Disney characters in it, and that's the problem that I have. Like, after Kingdom Hearts 1, it seemed like they got way away from the Disney stuff, and that's the part that I really loved about that first game. Yeah. But uh, it looks nice that, like, um, I skipped two. Actually, I've skipped them all since one, but I might. I'll probably end up getting three, although I think that thing's way far away.
1: I've never been into it, but it seemed like they didn't have much. They just showed, like, his clothes, basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't even know if that was gameplay. I think that was target render. Um, Not that it looked, like, so phenomenal that it couldn't be gameplay. I just don't think they have anything. Uh, I think that thing is, like, two, three years out top, or or easy. Um, Cool.
1: How about about the Order, which was all in-game footage? That's awesome. Or in-engine footage, right? Oh,
0: yeah, from uh, Sony Santa Monica, the, the God of War people.
1: Oh my god, that looked like the best game they've made in since the first God of War.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Well, I really love God of War too. I I don't know. I I I, I kind of yeah. But uh.
1: The story the story was okay in God of War, but like this looks like it has amazing gameplay in addition to a great story. They've always been good with story. But,
0: yeah. And, um, and completely different in a, in gameplay wise. I mean, we're we're going from total melee to total shooting. Yeah. And, and, but what a bizarre setting. Because you've I got love it. oh, I do too. But it's so weird because you've got you've got this kind of Knights of the Round Table vibe, mm-hmm. but then it's set in 1866. But they've got like like steampunk technology. Yeah, so I think what they're
1: going for is like the beginning of a secret society, which is probably the Rosicrucians, but it could also be like something to deal with, like Femason, Freemasons. It's um, Oh, okay, that could be cool. Or the, or the Illuminati. But the Illuminati, I thought, were like the seven, late 1700s, so I think it's the Rosicrucians. But, yeah, we'll see. It's yeah. some kind of a secret society for sure.
0: It <laughs> looks really nice, and I'm glad that God of War is getting a rest. Um, mm. I, I fully expect it to come back, and that's fine, but I love the fact that they're getting to do something new, because they've been doing nothing but God of War. Uh, since they were created. So I'm glad to get see them like stretch their creative you know, wings a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, that looks really good. Um, so many excuses. Oh, my goodness. Uh, infamous. How did you like the Second Son footage? I thought it looked better than the last
1: footage they released of it.
0: It blew me away. It yeah. totally blew me away. And And what really blew me away, even more than the graphics, was the character.
1: I uh, thought you'd say that is different than Nicole McGrath, like, stereotypical guy. <laughs> yeah
0: it was so nice not to hear a character talking like this yeah um, and yeah, he seemed like a really relatable, kind of cool affable dude, and uh, I like the interplay with his brother. Uh, all of that really speaks to me and and on top of that, like take infamous two and then just like multiply that by a bajillion and you've got second son i mean the the special effects on that game were amazing uh, I, I i I was really impressed when you know you started hearing Nirvana and then he kind of soars up into the air and kind of grins at the camera and then plummets back down to the ground and just, like, blows everything up. Yeah, I mean, what
1: was with that Nirvana, though? It was, like, punk cover Nirvana.
0: Well, yeah, but um, I would almost prefer that because I, I kind of feel that I don't want, like, Kurt <laughs> Cobain Nirvana being used to, like, sell video games. Yeah, that's true. It's probably better in the end. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that, that looks amazing. I almost, oh, I almost feel like I want to be a bad guy in that game because, like... The, well, they didn't show the good guy stuff, really. Well, I know, but the, that, but the, the, the destructive stuff looks so good and fun. It, I don't know. <laughs> di-
1: but it didn't look as interactive as the destructive stuff in Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah that that was... I'm, and I'm not an Assassin's Creed fan, as, as you know, because I haven't really played them. But yeah. uh, I kind of wonder if maybe that will be my introduction to the series. Oh. Because it looks like a good jumping-on point. And yeah. uh, that game looked phenomenal. Yeah, I don't know
1: where they're going to go with the story at all. Like, it has to go in a completely new direction. So I think so. And I was, like, going into seeing that. I was like, why are they bringing it up? Why is it going to be shown here? We know it's coming out. Just let us, like, play it. Because I'd played so many of them already. And I was like, still, there are new things that I'm going to be able to do in that. They're going to make it worthwhile to play another entry.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I think we, we all were like, oh, well, we know what to expect. Mm-hmm. So we don't really need to see this. But then... They showed stuff that looked really impressive and, and kind of took me by surprise. One thing that I noticed with a lot of the demos today, uh, this was really true with uh, Assassin's Creed, but also Metal Gear Solid and Dead, Dead Rising 3, was little, little subtleties to the animations that make things so much easier for gameplay. Um, like Dead Rising 3, instead of like... Stopping like hovering over a weapon on the ground, pressing the button, and then he stops and picks it up. He does it on the fly, like almost automatically. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just this real simple like thing that completely changes the way you play a game. Um, Solid Snake was doing, or sorry, punish punished Snake was doing similar <laughs> things in Metal Gear, and uh, that was kind of the thing that I really noticed on Assassin's Creed 4 was the sword play was really like he was going from like takedown to takedown, and then flowing into. Uh, pistol shots, you know, yeah. just just really seamlessly. It looked really nice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, that oh, there's so many games that I want to play. Un- I'm getting all. <laughs> I I, uh, I was thinking to myself, I'm I just need to sell my bla- my backlog. I'm not gonna get to them. Just sell them off for extra cash. <laughs> you know, just do it now. But yeah. uh, let's see. Oh, so we had Assassin's Creed. Oh, what'd you think of the extended Watch Dogs trailer? I know we've seen it a lot, but
1: uh yeah, you know, like then they show the gameplay and everything, and I I just honestly kind of walked away from it because, like you said about the other title, The Last of Us, I really don't want to see that much of it. I know I'm going to play it, and I already know what the city looks like, and I know it looks like Chicago. So, like, I honestly didn't see the whole thing because I knew that I was going to like it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Um, What what I will say is that. The sequence that they played, he was trying to help a friend, and you could like commandeer like the surveillance cameras, and then watch the pathways, and kind of instruct his friend on where he needed to go, but it, excuse me, (coughs) um, I expected it to be very scripted, where it's like you could only tell him to go like to a specific point that the Mm -hmm. game would tell you, but you could actually have him go anywhere that you wanted, it's just like, you'd get him spotted if you didn't do it the right way. But the yeah. fact that, that it gave you that freedom, I was kind of surprised at, like, considering the next generation, you know, I, I expect more scripting in my yeah. games, mm-hmm. uh, what they showed of Watch Dogs was, was kind of impressive, it seems like there's a lot of freedom to it. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you're right, I, I know I'm going to play it, and, I, and I'm kind of overseeing it. <laughs> um, if they if they bring it out again, uh, I think it's too much.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> But, I mean, I can deal with it. There's so many open-world games right now that I just don't need to see the other ones that are about to come because I'm still playing the ones that already are.
0: <laughs> oh, I know, and, and I really want to play um, Saints Row 4 when it comes out, and obviously GTA five. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, so many of those, and they're so time-consuming, too, that... Um, I kind of want to push him off to the side for a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, the one thing I, when you said Saints Row the Fourth, I remember you talking about the third possibly coming to PS Plus, and I think it is. But like, I can't believe they didn't say like what other free games we're going to get like at the conference. They make made that like a smaller deal than I thought, you know?
0: Yeah, um, I think that that gets them the opportunity to like bust out some press releases after mm-hmm. the the buzz around E three starts to settle a little bit. Um, okay. To remind people, hey, like, PS3 is still a really cool happening place. You know, you should probably get PS Plus.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be like a spike in, uh, like a small spike in sales after the fact rather than one big spike, like, all
0: together. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're really just worried about their shareholders, listeners. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. This press conference made me think that they were really there for the for the gamers. Um, and to that end, they dropped one of two bombshells. What? Uh, you want to take the first one? Are you talking about three ninety nine? Well, you took ah oh, oh, spoilers. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, okay. Okay, I'll take the first one. Um, uh. First one, uh, Jack Tretton comes out and says the PlayStation Four plays used games. Ooh. you don't need to connect online to authenticate ever. Um, likes- he he jabbed. Well, no, he didn't jab. He like body like did body blows to Microsoft repeatedly with every single comment, it was, like, like very carefully aimed at um, the Xbox One. And I talked about wanting a console war again in, in a piece that I did for Pixelbit, and not only was there a console war, but it ended, and it ended at this press conference. Um, as I told uh, our good friend Michael117, uh, that announcement... No, no, was, well, actually, the price, uh, Patrick. Yeah, the, it is. Three ninety nine. Three hundred ninety nine dollars, a hundred dollars less than the Xbox One. That, One my time. friends, was a tombstone pile driver, and the Xbox One was Stone Cold Steve Austin's neck in the nineties. Look, <laughs> look it up. It it, it got broken.
1: The case, the ass was opened.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's that's unbelievable. Um, you and I were texting back and forth throughout the conference, and I told you that I expected four ninety nine, but they had engendered so much goodwill already. Mm-hmm. Then I felt they could have gotten away with five ninety nine because they had Microsoft over a barrel. And mm-hmm. I like you said, Well, they're not gonna make that mistake and I was like, Well, I hope they don't, but <laughs> but we both said, Well, I'll still buy it anyway. Yeah. And I was like, Well, that's the point is that if if they know they can get away with it, they will. But three ninety nine. Oh my I goodness. Think I think they were saying sorry for the PS three. <laughs> I think so. I, I, I actually applauded at my laptop.
1: Now I really believe that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I mean I don't, I don't know what Microsoft can do at this point. I guess, no, I don't know what they can do. Like, literally, straight up, they would have to redesign their system.
1: New uh, Halo, New Gears.
0: Oh, no, that's not going to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: Because, like I said, um, they showed off a little teaser for Halo, and people didn't care. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, even though they showed some really good stuff, I, I am mean, Esteban, former, uh, Pixelbit staffer, uh, was talking on Twitter with me, and, and, uh, you know, he was like, I think I'm buying a PS4. Like, Microsoft did some good stuff, but, it, you know, I, I just like this better. And I was like, yeah, I agree. And uh, I pre-ordered a PS4 uh, ah. right after the conference. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just megaton after megaton. And all the games look great. <laughs> um, we didn't even talk about that really cool teaser from uh, Quantic Dream, uh, The Dark Sorcerer. I like oh, that a lot. Man.
1: Was that new? Because I'd never seen it before. Yeah, that
0: was new. Um, kind of reminded me of the um, original Heavy Rain trailer, the one that was for a game that didn't exist at the time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was really cool to see. I don't know if that's a game I that could be another Heavy Rain thing where it's like, well, we're going to show you this thing, but we're not actually working on it yet. I don't know. But I how about what how I they, saw. Broke down
1: the, they broke down the third wall, though, that like, takes so much more like, know-how and power in a system because they have like, one set of... Uh, scenery, and then they have, like, one thing behind it that has to be, like, rendered and, like, be able to pan out instantly. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was very impressive. And, you know, looking at Beyond Two Souls, I was like, this looks really good still, but then this other thing was just, like, order of magnitude's better.
2: <laughs>
0: so, yeah, good good stuff. I was surprised to not see um, Capcom on stage. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, you know, no Call of Duty. Oh, Destiny! What did you think of Destiny? The new Bungie game.
1: Um, You know, I was thinking, like, it looks better than Borderlands 2, but it's pretty much the same thing for me. And then they, like, plopped in that last humongous character. I was like, sweet (laughs) Jesus, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they've got, like, a lot of things up their sleeve that they're not showing. And I think I'm just as likely to play, well, um, almost as likely to play that online as I am to play Elder Scrolls online. But the Elder Scrolls is, like... I've been waiting for this game for so long. I've, I've been wanting to play Elder Scrolls with people.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you were really excited about that. It, it didn't do anything for me, but but at the same time, I'm, I'm also not a Bethesda fan. I've just come to admit. So yeah. I wasn't excited about it to begin with. I I'm I don't see why they have to make it an MMO. I don't know why they can't just make it a like a, the next Elder Scrolls game with an online component. Um, mm-hmm. I think that making like it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think making it a full-on MMO is a real big mistake in this day and age, especially if it's for a subscription, which, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll see.
1: (laughs) I don't think it's going to be, like, traditional subscription, because, like, not... There have been, like, no MMOs that have gotten away with that in the last, what, since while.
0: (laughs) I mean, well, no, there there are ones that have. Um, Yeah, but not very well. Well, people forget that Final Fantasy XI is still subscription-based, and it still has, like you know a really good dedicated and profitable set of subscribers that Yeah that's true. Has pretty much been keeping Square Enix in business for the last few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of which, um I'm going to have to double dip because Final Fantasy 14 is coming out for both P- both PS3 and PS4 and uh I'll just have to buy them both because I need to buy the I need to buy it I need to buy the console version on on day 1 because I've always done that since mm-hmm. Final Fantasy 7 Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to want to upgrade to the PS4 version. And that probably won't be out until next year anyway, so... Um,
1: Yeah, like, the pre-order I put in for the PS4 said estimated delivery January
0: 6th. Oh, yours did? Mine said December 30th. Are you
1: serious? Maybe it already went back.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, well, it it could very well be that we we already missed out on the first batch. Yeah. But um, what I'm thinking is they don't know the release date yet, because all they said was holiday 2013. So mm-hmm. that could be, you know, November ish. It could even be December ish, but that'd be that'd be silly. It it'll <laughs> be you know, like a week before Black Friday probably.
1: Oh, well, PS4 is out for pre order.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh it is? Yeah, and Best Buy. Oh, oh as far as like it's available or it's sold out?
1: No, you can do it now.
0: Oh, okay. Get it. <laughs> well I got one. But I I might, I'm gonna try to go to my friend's store and see if I can pre order one there to give her some sales and then I'll cancel my Amazon one. But I just had to know that I had one. Yeah. Because I, I need it. I, I, I'm I so jazzed. I'm so excited. And uh, this is like the first time that I've gotten in at the launch since the GameCube on a system. So very big deal for me. And that, well, technically I got the Xbox 360 in the launch window. I think I ordered it uh, in, I think, I think I bought it in February after uh-huh. it was released. So it was pretty close, but this is like, you know, going for day one. Like I actually got the uh it said, you know, get it on the on the release date shipping. So yep. fingers crossed. <laughs> it it kinda sucks though, like with the whole online thing. It's like, okay, I ordered one, I put money down, but I'm still not positive I'm gonna get it on launch day. And Wait, that, so we
1: have to get in early to make sure we get it even though we pre ordered it?
0: Right, yeah. I mean it's just it just I don't know, like I I so many things can go wrong. And that bums me out. I mean, I, I don't know how I could have done it any faster. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, um, if it makes you feel better, my Best Buy one says December 31st now. So.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, that's because they don't know. Um, yeah. They do that for anything that they don't know the release date for. So. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fine. If you're a couple days short, you can always play your PS3. <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to, though. No, I, I, that's not true. I'll, I'll still be playing my PS3 and Xbox 360 for quite some time. Yeah, there's going to be so many games that you haven't finished. Right? <laughs> and then, I mean, just think, tomorrow we have Nintendo, and I still think Nintendo is in the position to still to still win this thing. You know, mm-hmm. like, and this is coming from a guy who's not, who's a jilted Nintendo lover, not a big fan of them anymore, but I still feel that they can show some stuff tomorrow that will get everybody to completely forget about the Xbox One and PS4. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I'm saying right now. It's, it's another E3 prediction because this is going up. Well, this will go up after, yeah, the Nintendo press conference.
1: Post pre prediction,
0: right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't see how they can do it. They're gonna have to like show everything in the Holy Trinity and more.
0: <laughs> True, yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think they can do it this year. We'll see. I mean, we know we're gonna get we're gonna see Smash Brothers, and I'm excited for that because it's gonna Would come out pick? for 3ds, and and uh, that that excites me. I guess so. What, who do you think they'll add as a character, though? There's not that many left. <laughs> Some people are saying Layton.
1: That'd be, yeah, they should. Yeah. Um, and, um, maybe, like, Shy Guy or something like that.
0: Oh, I would love to see them acknowledge Super Mario Bros. 2 a little bit more. Honestly, yeah. like, like if the next, like, 3D Mario took place in Subcon again, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I'd be so happy. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> I would love like, that. It'd probably just be a little downloadable title
1: because they wouldn't, like, screw it up that bad, but.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do have a prediction for Smash Brothers. All right. Look at Ralph. Oh! I, I, I okay. could almost guarantee Wreck-It Ralph would be in there. It would be the best. Yeah. Then put, it in, put in the Guardians,
1: too. <laughs>
0: the Guardians.
1: Rise of the Guardians.
0: What, the owls? Oh, you no. mean the, the the Santa and the blah, blah, blah?
1: Yeah, Sandman. No, that's okay. <laughs> I would love that. Movie's <laughs> actually decent.
0: Nah, that's what I hear. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: All right, I, I think we've probably exhausted our game talk because we're talking about cg movies for kids at this point okay (laughs) but uh yeah i mean i man first day of e3 completely blown away didn't think that i was going to be pre-ordering a system today but i did and Mm -hmm. uh man i mean i i'm curious to see the future um i'll be shocked if microsoft can pull out of this like i i think it it kind of sucks to say that like it's ballgame over already but it kind of could be so we'll see. But at the same time, I had a lot of friends on my Facebook page that pre ordered Xbox Ones. So, mm. you know, I mean, the Xbox 360 does have the, a huge fan base working in its favor who, who will just upgrade. No matter what. Yeah. But I think if you do your research and see what the PS4 is offering, like, I mean, and there's really no comparison.
2: Nope.
0: So, good stuff! Not for me. <laughs> So, yeah, everybody, um, Patrick, thanks for joining me for this impromptu cast, um, you know, hanging ten with me, and, you know, couldn't really get anybody else that that, that could stick it out for the long haul today, um, but <laughs> but I'm glad you were here to, to podcast with me, because it I just had to talk about this stuff. And, well, sure, uh,
1: I'm here to be stoic and listen to you rant about Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't rant, I ranted about Square Enix. <laughs> yeah, that's true, you didn't. No more, uh- I wasn't gonna go there, but you
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> hey, I I I mean, my love for Final Fantasy is well documented on pixelbit dot com. And what a good article that is. Where can you find it? Oh, uh, you can find it at pixelbit.com. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Look for just 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 search Final Fantasy and it'll probably turn up about fifteen articles by moi. Mm. But uh yeah, I guess that's gonna do it for this special edition of Nerds Without Pants. Um, I don't know if we'll come back to you before E3 is over. We might. But uh, if not, thanks for listening. And as always, keep it pantsless, Internet. And go buy a PS4.
1: Keep them off. (laughs) (laughs) And we out.